Today in business from Wired. If you like speed running the newest release or binging every episode the second it drops, then why are you waiting for all your news? Check out IGN's updated games and entertainment news podcast. We're dropping new episodes in your feed all day to keep you up to date the minute there's a new announcement. Find IGN Games and Entertainment News wherever you listen. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is brought to you by TD Ameritrade, who's reinventing how you invest. Whether you want to place a trade on Facebook Messenger or get market news from your smart speaker, TD Ameritrade's technology is designed to bring the market to you. See what's new at tdameritrade.com innovation. You can now run some code hosted on GitHub by Clint Finley. Since launching in 2008, GitHub has become by far the largest place on the internet for hosting and collaborating on software code. The company, which is in the process of being acquired by Microsoft, now hosts more than 85 million projects and boasts 31 million monthly users. But while you've been able to store your code on GitHub, you couldn't actually run it. For that, you needed a web server or a cloud service. But today, at its annual GitHub Universe event, the company announced that it will now enable programmers to run certain types of software on its platform. The company's new offering, GitHub Actions, is designed to help developers automate the various tasks involved in managing their code, such as testing and technical support. GitHub head of platform Sam Lambert says the company's users often write their own software and bots to handle tasks like automatically running a test when someone updates code or sending a text message to an on-call team member when someone submits a bug report. That requires running a separate server to handle these tasks and, ultimately, more work writing and maintaining these sorts of support tools. GitHub could try to offer these types of automation tools itself, but it couldn't meet everyone's needs, because different development teams have different requirements. Instead, it's letting developers build their own tools from within GitHub. Lambert describes GitHub Actions as being a bit like the consumer service IFFT, if this, then that which enables users to run certain actions, like posting a photo to Twitter based on specific triggers, such as the appearance of a photo on your Instagram feed. With GitHub Actions, a development team can link a particular trigger, new code being uploaded to a project, to a particular action, running a series of tests. Users can also write more complex workflows as code. For example, you could configure four separate actions to run simultaneously and a fifth action to wait until all four have completed before triggering. The new service launches in beta today with 450 pre-built actions and will enable users to write their own actions as well, or bundle existing applications using the popular tool Docker to run on GitHub. For example, HashiCorp has built a version of its computing infrastructure tool Terraform that can run as a GitHub action. Lambert says one big benefit of GitHub actions 
is that teams will be able to codify and share workflows. That means that when it comes time to start a new project, a team could use an off-the-shelf workflow and customize to its own needs, rather than having to set up code management tools from scratch. It's hard not to wonder if this is a way for GitHub to start muscling in on Microsoft's competitors in the cloud computing market. But Lambert says the service has been in the works for more than a year, well before Microsoft's acquisition of GitHub was announced. And he doesn't see GitHub Actions as a competitor to cloud computing services. GitHub Actions are only able to run for an hour at a time, and the company has imposed other limits to keep them from being used as a public-facing web server. The idea is simply to run tools that developers use to write software, and not the final products those developers create. Lambert admits that it's possible that some GitHub users might find a way to run publicly-facing web services from GitHub Actions, but says it won't be an ideal way to do so. In fact, one of the main uses for GitHub Actions would be pushing code for those final projects from GitHub to run on cloud services such as Amazon, Google, and, yes, Microsoft Azure. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.